0: what is mindfulness? Mindfulness is a mental state achieved by focusing one's awareness on the present moment while calmly acknowledging accepting one's feelings thoughts and bodily sensations using a different techniques but it's also really the quality or state of being conscious right so often we live and work on autopilot, that we miss our life. So this week's uh, solo episode is all about mindfulness and three steps on how you can achieve that in your day to day. So grab your Java and let's get started. Welcome to the Spiritual Shiftworker Podcast. I'm Lianne, and I'm so happy that you've pressed play today. This podcast is here to inspire you, but more importantly, to provide you with the tools you may need in order to make a shift in any area of your life. Whether it's a small shift or a big shift, I will be sharing real-life stories from incredible humans who have done both. And of course, as a shift worker, we will navigate all the ups and downs of working shifts, from nutrition to learning how to ditch the overwhelm, to creating more time to do the things that light you up. So grab that Java, sit back, and enjoy. So let's talk about what mindfulness really means. Mindfulness, in comparison to meditation, is your actual state of being. So think of mindfulness as your day-to-day or even your minute-to-minute presence in your day. And it can be difficult or challenging to step into a mindfulness practice or a mindfulness way of being when we live in such a busy, and again, I put busy in quotes, or hustle culture, or whatever it is that's going on, you know, in our, in your life, it can be difficult to step into that. And yet that's where, that's where the magic is. That's where you actually find your life. And so I talk a lot about, you know, stop living on autopilot and be more present in your life. But what does that even mean? And how do you even get there? So this week's podcast episode, we're going to talk about three simple tips and tricks to get you sort of on a daily basis, stepping more into mindfulness and how, you know, yes, obviously it will eventually become just the way you are, but that sometimes, you know, there's seasons in our lives where we aren't always as mindful, um, and present depending on what's going on and that's okay, right? Being accepting of ourselves and not shaming ourselves for maybe um, as we, and again, I'm going to say it in, in, in quotes, stepping out and falling back into that mind blocking or that autopilot life. So where do we even start when wanting to live and be in a life in a body that's more present? Well, every night that you go to sleep, you basically clean the slate. The slate is wiped clean on everything that's happened during the day. And yet, so many of us think about things and worry about things when we go to bed at night. And our, our, good our unconscious is ruminating in those things even though we're not actually awake, right? The last things that you think about at night are the things that are going to immediately be on your mind in the morning. And if that is you get into bed and you start thinking about what's for dinner next week or what's going on on the weekend and I'm not going to have enough time, those are all the same things that are going to be on your mind when you wake up in the morning. So, On the other hand, right, it can go both ways. As soon as you get up in the morning, right, what are you thinking about? So it's where are you going to start? Are you going to start at night or are you going to start in the morning? Either one is fine, but you need to start somewhere. So if you are starting, going to start a mindfulness practice, okay, whatever is easiest for you, pick a time. Evening before you go to bed or morning as soon as you get up in the morning. And I like to, you know, obviously once you get going, it's going to flow and you're going to end up doing both, but pick one morning or evening. So if you're going to choose, I want to start my mindfulness practice to sort of reprogram and let my, my unconscious brain really, really work overnight while you're sleeping. Before you go to bed, get a little notebook beside your bed. And write down three things. I mean, three things that you're grateful for. Three things that, you know, This even saying thank you for the beautiful day. And even if you didn't have the day that you wanted, putting those thoughts and those words into your brain and into your body at night can easily, easily start the momentum rolling. So having a, a notebook beside your bed at night and Writing down, you know, three things you're grateful for, or there is always, you know, having some kind of tangible item beside your bed, whether that's a gratitude rock, whether that's, you know, uh, any kind of crystal or something that you can touch, or a photo that you want to look at, and just literally looking that to invoke the emotion of gratitude, emote the emotion of joyfulness and bliss, having that beside your bed at night, and having you do that right before you go to sleep. So you can sit and you can say, thank you, thank you, thank you. Or uh, I'm so happy that I get to go to sleep tonight and be like, inject your mind, inject the good thoughts into your brain before you go to sleep. On the other hand of that, you can do that on the flip side when you wake up in the morning. And um, what I've been doing is that I have a little sticky note that I have put literally, again, beside the little notepad beside my bed. And it says, you know, place your feet and feel them on the ground. And so I swing my legs out of bed. I immediately put my feet on the floor and I sit for a moment. I sit and I, same thing, I just breathe. And I just sort of say, thank you for another day. Thank you for another day. Now, it does not matter if you, you know, you don't need to be saying this to anyone in particular or, you know, just say the words. Say the good feeling words. Say something that you can resonate with that you are going to believe. If saying thank you for the beautiful day doesn't resonate or you, your brain can't wrap around that, that yet, that yet, then start with, I had a good night's sleep. Or I'm going to sit here for a moment. Like you have to bring, you have to bring the awareness. You have to bring the awareness into your life. No one's going to bring it in there for you. And it's okay to have something that's going to trigger you to do that. So having the notepad beside your bed, having um, a little sticky note that as soon as you get out, that you're going to see as soon as you open your eyes to trigger you into that mindfulness state, then that's how we're going to start right? So again, either before bed at night, giving thanks, saying thank you, placing good thoughts in your brain, or in the morning, as soon as you wake, wake up, having some sort of reminder, post-it note, you know, or in a little alarm that goes off um, other than the actual alarm clock to remind you to put, start putting those thoughts into your head, right? That's where the mindfulness starts, is that you're taking a moment to be mindful about where you physically are. As I always say, you know, being where your feet are and taking a moment to soak that in, right? Being able to be present where your feet are. So that's sort of the first place where I always um, suggest that you start, having to start a mindfulness practice. The second thing is, you know, again, as I said, it's up to you to bring the awareness into your life. Sometimes other people will do it for you, but if you want to do it on your terms, if you want to do it in a way that fits your lifestyle, depending on where your state of mind is, right? You can't always say things like, this is so funny when I think about manifestation when people talk about, you know, I'm going to, I want to make a million dollars or I want to have, you know, a house, uh, you know, a million dollar home. Okay. But what do you have right now? And is that, is your brain even going to be able to visualize and accept that concept? If it's something that you've never done before, probably not. The brain doesn't work that way. Your, your ego mind is going to call bullshit on that. And therefore all the things that affirmations that you keep saying to yourself, um, Aren't probably going to work, and so you have to start on a lower part of the scale where your brain is actually going to say, "Oh, okay, I can do that. Yes, I can do that." And your mind cannot will not push you backwards. So, having um, that those little triggers, right, to have something that's visualizing something that's conceptual to your brain is easier than trying to have an affirmation or think of something that is so far out of reach. As we go on into the day, okay, having, again, some kind of trigger, some kind of reminder, some kind of an accountability to tap you back into that. So again, taking breaks throughout the day, not only great for your creativity, your productivity, your entire nervous system to step away from the computer, you want to be able to have something where you're actually stepping away from all of that. So setting a reminder in your phone, having accountability that's going to go for a 15 minute walk with you at lunch, or having the alarm set to say, hey, it's time to walk away from the computer and to go and do something, not even do something, walk away and just be, right? Right? It's not then walk away from the computer to do something else. It's walk away from the computer to just be in your own presence for a few moments. And that can be, well, maybe only once during the day for you. Maybe you want to set alarms three, four, five times during the day or every hour, right? Every hour is, even if it's only for three to five minutes. And if you're going to say, oh, well, you know, I don't, I can't do that. I'm at work. You can take five minutes to yourself every hour to walk away from what you're doing. I mean, there are studies out there, and if I can find them, I'll put them in the show notes about how our brain actually isn't meant to be sitting at a computer for hours on end, right? Our attention span, I think, is maybe even only 20 minutes, if that. I mean, for me personally, I think I'm at about 15 before I realize that I'm not actually doing anything and that I need to walk away. So setting alarms, maybe start with just one time during the day, you know, maybe that's your lunch hour break and you go for a five minute walk first and then you come back. But not to do the walk to do the walk for exercise, just be outside or walk around your building or, you know, sitting somewhere and not listening to music, just shutting your eyes for a few minutes, bringing you back into the present moment of being with your body. So again, those are, you know, the... An option of setting it once once a day or once every hour, which I've actually been uh, really good at doing. But again, it's something to cultivate over time. And the last one, of course, is being able to just feel in your body where you're not being fully present or mindful. And that can also go down with your meals. So not only are we talking about taking a break from your work, um, but when we can become super mindful of how we're eating, this is one of the biggest things that has been a challenge for me is not rushing through my food. And I've really start to, once I sit down and if it's at home or at work, um, at work's a little harder and I'm still working on that as a lot of the people that i work with you know we work at our desk we eat at our desks which is so terrible really it really is and even being able to get up from my desk and go to like the sort of lunchroom area would be better because i tend to look at the computer and eat at the same time which you know negates the whole point of being able to be present and mindful with your food and how you taste it and how you chew it and how long it takes you And when you can bring the mindfulness back into that, that is another easy step, right? Because we eat at least three times a day. You should be, maybe more. And that's another sort of one of those trigger points or timed things that you know that you can actually begin a mindfulness practice. So it takes work, it takes intention, but when you can start to be aware of What's actually around you, and being more mindful of the actions and things that you're doing, right? And you're stopping, you're not living just on autopilot. You're being intentional with your dinner. You're being intentional when you drink your coffee. You're being intentional when you go for that walk and you see what is actually around you, not just sticking the ear pods in your ear and walking because you have to go on a 45-minute walk, right? There's a different mentality and how your body and your mind and your soul will accept going on a walk for exercise purposes when you're begrudgingly doing it and when you're doing it in full awareness of what is around you and how your body feels because that's when the changes start to happen, right? You realize the beauty around you. You become more grateful of what your body can do. You experience things that you don't see before because now you actually are present. You're actually aware of what's going on. So if starting a mindfulness practice or being more mindful, being being more present is something that you feel, and maybe you didn't even know what the feeling was in your body, what it was that you've been craving, I bet you, I just bet you that when you start being more mindful about what you're doing during your day, you will start to see so many more things, right? And it's, it's not even an issue. We live, you run home, you feed the kids, you get back in the car and it's like, literally you feel like a robot and that is definitely not why we're here as human beings, right? We're here to be, we're here to have this experience and to see and it, all the beauty around us, to feel the feelings in our body, to see the experiences in connection and communication with other people, things, places. So those are my three tips if you are looking at starting a mindfulness practice. And again, that is different from a meditation practice in which, a meditation practice, again, does include mindfulness, right? You have to be mindful to sit down to do the meditation practice. But meditation, for me personally, is different. It's it's giving your mind that rest. It's seeing awareness of the thoughts and letting them go. Uh, it is tapping into your inner being. And you can get there through Being more mindful, but when I'm talking about being more mindful in our day to day, it's like when you're standing at the kitchen sink and you're washing the dishes, are you really paying attention to what you're doing, right? Who are you being when you're washing those dishes? Is it just like wash them through and get them done? Is it clean up the dishes and get it done? Or can you actually accept where you are in this moment, accepting where you are, And then feeling the water on your hands as you wash the dishes. And, you know, tasting the food when you actually eat it at dinner. Can you go for the walk and feel the beauty around you? That's what mindfulness is. And it definitely takes some practice. And that's why I suggest, you know, if there's any place to start, start either at the end of your day. Or as soon as you wake up in the morning with a small mindfulness practice, setting your day up for success or setting your brain up, your body up for success as you go to bed at night. And, you know, set a timer throughout the day, one day, one time, if that's all that you can go for right now. And then the other thing is maybe at dinner, being really mindful. And when you sit with your food and almost like, yeah, giving thanks, being mindful of how you chew, being mindful of how fast you eat, being mindful of the taste, and you will see that you are able to slow down. Right? When we take the intentionality and put intention into the things that we're doing, your life begins to slow down. You slow down and you stop missing your life. So, I'm going to put uh, a link in the show notes to a mindfulness meditation, just in case you're also like, well, I like to meditate as well, but I'd love to be able to incorporate that. So I'm going to put a mindfulness meditation uh, link in the show notes so you can uh, drop your name and email address and that will be sent off to you quickly. And I will just would love to hear you know, what you're going to incorporate out of these three steps. Where are you going to start morning or night? Are you going to set that timer throughout the day to take a five minute mindfulness break? And are you going to pay attention when you eat your dinner, breakfast or lunch or whatever meal, and just be really mindful of how you're eating it? I would love to know. Please share this episode for someone who needs to hear it today. And don't forget to tag me on social. And thanks again for being here. Thank you so much for being here with me today. If you love this episode, make sure you subscribe and share it with someone who you think would love it too. And a five-star review helps get the Spiritual Shift Worker podcast out to those that need it most. I can't wait to connect with you online, so make sure you follow me on Facebook at the Spiritual Shiftworker and on Instagram at Lianne Magahi. It's time to enjoy the shift, one breath at a time.